Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, it's our second hour. Boy, it's going by fast today already. Uh, we here are, are we are here. We are here until three. We are, yes, yes. yes, easy, yes. easy for me to say. Apparently. Yeah. Well, I did take uh, language in, in college. Language. That, yeah. that was a major that they offered, a class they offered in 1942? Yes, they did. And uh, it was just called language. Language. Yes. And they... Was it the English language? Uh, as a matter of fact, it was. Okay. Yeah. And it's a good thing because... Most people were useless at it back then. Your <laughs> Spanish put... isn't very good? No. No. My Spanish is mediocre. mediocre. I can get by. I got none. Really? I took German in high school. Oh, I took Latin in high school. <laughs> you are old. I told you. <laughs> I. It was a dead language when I took it. Back are you in, sure? Back in 1891, yes. I think it, it was, was still freaking... around. No, it was a dead language. Well, I thought, I thought that I was going to be a doctor or an attorney. <laughs> What are you laughing at? I had possibilities there. No, apparently that's, that's not. That's not a joke. Not a, and then I was, and then I. I re- thought you were telling a funny. <laughs> and then I, Doctor Brinson. Yes, and then I, Jim re- Brinson, Esquire. Get out of here. Then I realized I couldn't stand the sight of blood. I would faint. Jeez. And so, then the attorney thing. I hung around with some guys for a while who were attorneys. Didn't like them, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to be like that. Yeah. And then I found this broadcasting, mm-hmm. and I thought, God, what a piece of cake gig. <laughs> <laughs> Works a lot better for your lifestyle. Get to go to all the games, have a press pass, fly all over the country covering games, calling games. It's not even a job. No. That's the best part. That was good thinking, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I thank you. Another guy that hasn't made his name is Adam Kramer. Yeah, he does nothing. He, oh, he does a lot of things. He does? He is busy all the time. Bleacher Report, Kegs and Eggs, and you can find him on Twitter at Kegs and Eggs. Here to talk a little college football with us. AK, what was your uh, dream job coming out of high school? What What did you think you were going to be before you turned into what you are today? Well, of course I had dreams of being <clears throat> a professional athlete, and I stopped growing at like 5'9". Yeah. That went out the window. We, we know that one. Yeah, and then I and then you know what? I actually I tore up my shoulder real good, real good my senior year, and then I was going to go into physical therapy. That was like the plan. Oh. And then I looked at all the, the darn school you had to do, and then I said, oh, no thanks. So, Heck with that. Here I am. Heck with that. You know, we had right, to drink right in Iowa City during that time, AK. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Uh, here I am writing about sports, which uh, I can't say honestly was was ever the dream job, but it's a pretty good gig. It's fun, right? It Not is. Bad. It is. You can't complain about it. There's no doubt about it. We're not digging ditches. And uh, that is a good thing for all of us because I don't think we'd any of us would do very well in that profession. No, that's not me. Well, AK, uh, let's start here on the local front. Want to get your thoughts on the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones as spring practice is concluded for Iowa State. We got our first glimpse at Iowa out at an open practice here in West Des Moines uh, back last Friday. The expectation level, at least from more of a national scale as you look at it, you know, the conversation around here starting with Iowa State as this team maybe has a chance to be a bowl team this year. They showed a lot of improvement last year. Do you think that'd be a baseline nationally for Iowa State, or are people still looking at it saying it's early in the Campbell era, maybe that's a stretch right now? I'd say, um, I don't know if stretch is the right word. If you can make a bowl game, I think that would be a huge win. 
I don't necessarily think it would be a huge upset either, you know? So I'm, I'm kind of right in the middle there that I think they will improve. He's a really sharp guy. I've, I've, I've talked with him in the past a bit. I thought he was destined to be a major coach. And, and I think ultimately you will see some, some growth. I think the really interesting part of both of these conversations when it comes to Iowa State and Iowa, beyond just can they be better, is who they play. And when you look at Iowa State, I actually think the Big 12 is going to be a heck of a lot better this year. Yeah. I really do. I, yeah. I, I think that that's part of the problem I have for Iowa State. And West Virginia is going to be really good. Kansas State is going to be really good. Baylor, who knows. Uh, but the TCU will bounce back. Texas is going to be better. Oklahoma is going to be better. So when you look at the schedule on paper, clearly you've got some winnable games early on. But, but then you get to October. And outside of, what, Kansas probably in the mix there, and Kansas is always a W, but again, they'll be more competitive. You know, they beat Texas last year. I think that's part of the problem I have with Iowa State is that I think the competition around them is probably going to bounce back a little bit after a pretty much a dormant season for the conference. I agree with you on, on that. Look, when they put up, did they put up over 60 on uh, Texas Tech, Trent? Was it 60, yeah, yeah. 63? I mean, the three of us, I think, scored 60 on Texas I, I, Tech. I think, you're, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. So when... <laughs> They, I mean, could they be? Could Kansas improve enough where Texas Tech is the really bad team? There, I mean, you had a, I, I don't know, generational. Pat Mahomes was incredible. Pat Mahomes was a magician, you know. Yep. And and so for me, you lose a guy like that, and there's no reason to think that your defense is going to be. I don't have the defense's numbers in front of me, but I would probably be vomiting through the, my cell phone here. Uh, their defense is atrocious. This is a big year for Kingsbury, by the way. I know yeah. he's owed a lot of money, but the product they've put out there, having one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the program, and this guy's probably going to be a first-round pick, and to be as bad as they were, it's just, you know, again, they, they've got major problems. So, yeah, Texas Tech could be down there. Kansas certainly still has a room to grow. But you see Kansas, the way they're recruiting now? And, and again, I know that's baby steps. I'm not saying they're going to be this year's Colorado, but I do think Kansas uh, has shown – over the last few years, that they're no longer just kind of a, you just kind of step all over them. They've been competitive in some games. Mm-hmm. You know, with that, as you look at the Big 12 AK, uh, it, Oklahoma's going to be the favorite, there's no doubt. I really like Oklahoma State. I like Kansas State. Yes. Uh, TCU, I think, has some question marks. And does it come down to then maybe Texas, you know, what we see out of year number one there? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what are your other thoughts that just kind of across the board in the Big 12? Sure. Yeah, you know, Oklahoma certainly is going to lose a lot of talent. Uh, you know, P- you know, Mixon and Pirine being gone, Westbrook being gone. You know, Mayfield clearly has not had the greatest off seasons, but he is going to be really good uh, once he does play. Uh, they've recruited well. I think Texas is without question the biggest wild card in the sense that I think top to bottom, it's the most talented roster in the conference because Charlie Strong as he was hanging on for deal life, still recruited. I mean, this is a stockpiled team and a young team. They've got options at quarterback we've seen. Uh, they've got options. Certainly the defense and defensive line, I think, is going to be a heck of a lot better as well. But your, your Oklahoma State pick, I'm with you there. I, I am really, really intrigued by this team. Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. has a chance to be maybe a top-ten pick. Justice Hill, as a, as, a, as a young back, was one of the best young backs in the country. James Washington, to me, is is one of the best. I mean, that guy's just a monster. His speed, but also the size. Um, I mean, a guy that can do a lot of things for them coming off another big season. Like, they've got a really great three-headed attack. And 
And, you know, they've got a coach that for some reason does not get mentioned beyond his amazing mullet. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Mike Gundy <laughs> is kind of well, well-liked as like a cartoon character coach. Oh, it's a coach with the, who always fights with T-Boone and the, and the mullet. But this guy has established himself, in my eyes, as probably a top six, top seven coach in all college football. He's good. I mean, he really is good. Are you surprised he's still there? Yeah, I am actually, because every every off season, every and sometimes during the season, uh, T Boone will release a statement basically saying, um, you know, <laughs> just sort of adding friction to a situation that's already chock full of it. And and I'm a little surprised that with all the openings we've had over the last few years, that this isn't a guy getting more looks. Like Oklahoma State is not supposed to be doing this. I think that's you know. In my generation, you kind of are, are used to Oklahoma State being like representable. They've had some really great years, you know, but they have. This is not supposed to happen. Like this is, they are not a school that's set up to do this continuously. So in that regard, I am. He's compensated well. He's a, it's just a great sort of cultural fit. He seems to absolutely love it there, beyond the the friction part. But if I'm a school in need of that splash hire, um, I know things would be different in a place where you're expected to recruit better each year in, year out, so on, so on. But my goodness, I'm not sure, again, how many names in terms of head coaches do you go through at this point before you get to his? I don't think it's that many. So let's jump from the Big 12 over to a little Big 10, AK. Uh, Start with the local with Iowa, the Hawkeyes, expectations scattered this year. I I saw some numbers that have been put out with uh, the S&P rankings from Bill Connolly and a few others that – have Iowa seven and five, just kind of you know tepid. What you kind of expect sure. out of Iowa football is that where you're seeing things right now? I know there's some question marks out there, but then you got a dynamic playmaker like Akram Wadley. Just kind of it seems like a mixed bag right now for the Hawks in my mind. Well, it is. Let me start by this. I was actually out at Wyoming. Uh, I got to watch a Wyoming practice, mm. and that game is going to be everything Iowa can handle. I mean, truly, if you have not seen Josh Allen, their quarterback, oh, I've yet, seen him. I've seen him. He's you good. are he. I mean, this kid. You're talking like Carson Wentz 2.0 from the people who train Carson Wentz. I mean, again, it's that is going to be a really tough game. That is a crucial game. You look at those first two weeks in Wyoming, who is going to be still very good, even with some of the losses they have. And again, Allen to me is a guy that could go top five next year in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to some scouts that said he would have been the first quarterback taken wow, this year if wow. he had gone. Um, so then you have a, a road game at Iowa State, piggybacked on that. So to me, that's really going to dictate the season. Now, it, it's interesting to see like Ohio State sort of slip into the schedule because it has, for the most part, the last few years, generally the schedule has been pretty conducive to win a lot of games. I mean, we can agree. It's a very nice way of saying they've had a really nice schedule for the most part. And they have played some decent out-of-conference games for sure. Um, but you look at games. Penn State, to me, is probably a top five, top 18. Ohio State's going to be a top five, top 18. Wisconsin at Wisconsin. And Nebraska at Nebraska. Both of those teams, I think, should be pretty good. I don't know what the heck you're going to get with Michigan State at this point. Um, but there's a lot of – none of these games are – outside, I'd say, Ohio State and Penn State. None of these are, like, extremely tall orders. These are games that Iowa can win depending on what they can do, I think, from a, a passing standpoint. Because you mentioned running game, they should be fine. But there's a lot of games here that if they don't swing your way, in you know if they, if they don't swing your way in multiple games, kind of go the wrong way, it could be a tough year. I'd say seven and five seems about right given what they have and who they're going against. 
We're having a great conversation right now. Adam Kramer, Kegs and Eggs, here on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Okay, Adam, uh, you, you take a little run around the, the Big Ten. And we know that the West is not the best. It's going to be the East again. But in your estimation, if you could give us a surprise, like the surprise last year was Iowa beating Michigan, could you give us a surprise, at least on paper, that you think might take place in the fall? You're talking about the Big Ten in general? Yes. You know, I I think, I don't know why, but I think Nebraska is close wow. to okay. putting together a really interesting year. And I, I look at the schedule, it, it, it kind of, you know, they play at Oregon early, but that's, this is a good year to play at Oregon, I feel like. That's a really big game. And and then you look, you get Wisconsin and Ohio State at home. You go on the road to Penn mm-hmm. State, but I feel like your your home and away works out for you. Road games, what, at Penn State, at Minnesota, at Purdue, you know, like at Oregon. I, again, I, I think this is what they can handle. Now, I'm not saying that this is going to be, you know, Iowa from a few years ago, but there's just something about this team and, and some of the options they have at quarterback in, in transitioning over to what Mike Riley would like to do, I really like the fact they've been aggressive in recruiting. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's and by no means a given because I just mentioned that Iowa has a handful of games that could flip their season either way. Nebraska's got the same thing. But again, early on, you know, Oregon, NIU, Rutgers, Illinois, like Nebraska could really get this thing rolling downhill because of their schedule, get a little momentum playing in Eugene, and then maybe be that team in the Big Ten that wouldn't be shocking by any means. We're, we're, it's not like we're not talking about them, but but could be a team that ultimately pushes their record a little bit better than we think. Interesting. Up to Minnesota. Okay. P.J. Fleck, Adam, <laughs> uh, I know you've uh, had a chance to probably run into him a time or two. He is instant energy. He's had a lot to say. He's talking about expanding the building out to 80,000. Laughable, but that's a different conversation. For the here and now, <laughs> for this season, they got some good running backs coming back, but the offensive line, I was just reading a story the other day, they're down to like six offensive linemen that they can practice with right yeah. now during spring football. They won nine games a year ago, but it looks like at least at the very least a mini rebound. Can he get to this team to a bowl game, or does that maybe even seem like a little bit much here in year number one? That might be the most hilarious. And I don't know if I mean that like a disparaging way, nine-win season ever, because it's just like, oh, yeah. Like right. there was a chance at the end of the season where they're like they could represent the Big Ten in the Big Ten championship game, and nobody still seemed to. I mean, they changed coaches, right. you know, after right. a nine-win year, and, and obviously there was more that went into that. But um, no, I I really like him. I wonder, for, for selfishly, look, this is an enormous add to the conference from a guy who you know I've, I've gone to the Big Ten media days here for I don't know last five years. I mean, this is a guy that will get airtime and space with the Myers and the Harbaugh. So from a short-term impact, this is an immediate jolt. And I think it's a good fit because I think that act could wear out in another place. I think it could ultimately wear out in Minnesota, too, if he doesn't win. But the one thing I I really like, you know, his enthusiasm does not seem manufactured. Mm -hmm. You may not like it, but this is who he is. Like, this is truly, this is just the kind of guy he is. And he is likable. He's done a heck of a job. He can clearly develop. I think short-term, they'll be fine. I think long-term, if he stays there, this could be exceptional because he's going to recruit. 
He's going to convince guys in the area looking at the depth charts, you know, that are, are already packed, say, hey, give us a try. You're, you're already seeing some of the impacts of that in this year's class. So mm-hmm. I, I love the hire, obviously, because, again, it's another big personality for the conference. It's great for the Big Ten. And this year, you know, again, it gets it boils down to scheduling. It's not terrible. you got to play Oregon State, which is kind of an interesting out-of-conference game again. But outside of that, you know, Michigan on the docket is not going to be a whole lot of fun. But, but every other game I see on there, they could probably compete in. So who knows? Maybe they stumble to kind of nine wins once again. That's, that'd be amazing. That would absolutely be amazing. Is he the kind of personality that can get people then to come to the stadium? Can he get just the casual football fan? Look, we all know it's a Vikings town, but can he yep. get? But can he get people to show up on Saturday consistently? If you can't show up for this guy, especially right now, where you've got a clean slate, right? You know, I don't. Other than a name that you're ultimately not going to get, I'm not quite sure what kind of hire you'd be looking for. Now, here's the thing about his just who he is, and again, I mean. For those who haven't seen, this is a different guy. I mean, I, I've never seen a coach. You, you have the ultimate enthusiastic guy. This guy is that on steroids. If you start to lose and you start to kind of trudge along in the meat of your schedule and you lose at Iowa and you lose at Michigan, you lose to Nebraska, okay, that attitude, I'm not sure how that, that's going to play. That's the really interesting thing. He can be that way, and he's been incredibly successful, so it's worked. If he continues to be successful – you're going to have coaches modeling after him and trying to become the next P.J. Fleck. But if you do have some adversity, he's going to have some just because of the competition. I wonder what the reception will be to that over the course of time. Right now, it doesn't matter, though. Right now, he's in this position because of, of how he's acted and who he is, and, and good for him. Again, I, I'm thrilled that he's in the big time. Hmm. Final thing for me, AK, uh, looking at the big national scene, spring football can be hit or miss. A lot of times there's not anything that comes out of it. But, you know, out of the teams that are preseason top 10, 15 for you, is there a story or two that jumped off the page, something that made you like a team more or, like, or less like a team uh, as we get ready for these long summer months? Yeah, I'm always careful. But I will say this. My curiosity with Jared Stidham at Auburn was through the roof yeah. heading into spring. Yeah. And everything I've heard afterwards is that this guy is – really taken to it and has a chance to be pretty special. And, you know, I think Auburn's a pretty talented team overall. I mean, again, you know, not, not Alabama, but, but when you look at the SEC and trying to bounce back, they're, they're right in the mix there, and they're probably starting that top 20, 10 to 20 range. If Stidham is as good as he is being billed as, you know, I wonder if Auburn can't have one of those Cam Newton-like seasons. And, again, I'm not comparing the two. Cam Newton, when he carried a, a decent Auburn team, was um, otherworldly. I mean, he was a video game cheat code. I don't think Stidham can be that guy. But if he is, you know, 75% of that guy, I think Auburn is one of those teams that really could surprise. Because ultimately, the sport right you know, at every level, you're being carried by your quarterback. And that one just looks like he is going to be spectacular here the more he goes, the more reps he gets. And, and it looks like Auburn at least has a, a really – difference maker here for next season perhaps beyond always good pal when you take time with us we appreciate it thank you adam have a great week okay all right thank you guys see you man adam kramer kegs and eggs draft house 50 hotline mills civic parkway west des moines you got an update on your uh twins here yeah up three nothing joe mauer with a two-run single to extend the lead miguel sano earlier that inning 
had uh, just missed a three-run homer, but three-nothing Twinkies out in front of Detroit. Good series. Two teams sit at five and two right now. And a little bit of surprise there in the American League Central for both of them. Obviously, the Twins, the bigger surprise. <laughs> I of would the say two. so. Yes. Coming up on the other side, Jimmy B. I got some numbers to throw okay. at you. Okay, you all, you're a numbers guy. The Las Vegas Superbook has thrown out their opening odds for the Heisman Trophy. Interesting. I'll talk about that. Give you those numbers coming up on the other side as we continue on live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Kubota's Orange Opportunity sales event is going on now. Get commercial-grade performance and a full four-year factory warranty at a price you can afford with a new Commander Zero-Turn mower. Now get special promotional pricing of $38.99 with zero down and 0% financing for up to 48 months. Now through May 31st, 2017. Call toll-free 1-800-794-4992 for details about cost and terms. For complete warranty details, see Kubota.com or your authorized Kubota dealer. Come see Jake at Capital City Equipment in Des Moines, just off I-80 on 2nd Avenue. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping the Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spot West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spot West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, 
and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at RelaxDesMoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we are back. We roll all the way till three today. Then CBS Sports Radio comes up right after that. Aaron Torres will be our guest in about 10 minutes. Uh, Fox Sports as we do some college basketball with uh, Aaron. So what do you got here now? Well, the uh, the opening eye, uh, odds from the Westgate Superbook out in Vegas okay. have come out for the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, uh, They released them on Sunday, I saw. And it's funny how, at least in my mind, I just put things kind of in the recesses. So I was like, well, who's there's the a lot of room there. There, there is. <laughs> Get through all the hops and yeah. barley. How do you find your way back there? Yeah. And uh, just how, you know how I love college yeah, football. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. But then you, you miss things. And maybe that's because I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. I mean, it's it happens. Yeah. And you hear everybody talk about it. Yeah. Oh, that won't be me. But those yeah, those it moments. does. Yeah. And they happen to you. They happen to me. Yeah. I hear Marty and Ken, they talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it just happens. It's, yeah. it's a part of life. You, all of a sudden, whoa, what happened? What I happened? used to be sharp as a tack. Yeah. Not anymore. I couldn't think of who won the Heisman last year. I saw that come out. I'm like, oh, who won, who won it? Who won it? Jimmy B, who won the Heisman what, last wasn't year? Wasn't Leonard Fournette. No. Wasn't Christian McCaffrey. No. Uh, was it the, uh, was it, uh, it wasn't Jalen Hurt? No. So let's see. It wasn't Patrick Mahomes. It wasn't. Uh, I know all the guys who didn't win it. Right. right. It wasn't Chip Kelly. <laughs> uh, you don't know, do you? No. Off the top of, yeah. Lamar Jackson. Who? Lamar Jackson from Louisville. <laughs> I know. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, 
I mean, this is the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, I know. You should. It should be like right, right there. And you ask who won in this year and that year. You yeah. Get, but last year, I don't know why it is. And maybe it was because Louisville really took a step back at the end of the year. I think that's it. And, and there they, wasn't an overwhelming player. Right. It wasn't those kind of things. He's not even listed as the favorite, though. Of course, we've never had back-to-back Heisman winners since Archie, Archie, Griffin. Archie Griffin. See, now we all know that. Back in the 70s. Yeah. Right? And well before I was even born. Yeah. But you but, know but that you one. know that one. Right. It uh, it comes down to he's the third betting choice right now. Behind, and this is the one that killed me. I'm like, well, who is the favorite then? Sam Darnold at USC. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, that one made a lot of sense. So that, he's the that betting makes, favorite. That makes a lot of sense to me. Damn, that kid is good. Yes, he is. He's oh, man. So is much he... fun to watch. Oh, boy, do they have, they got a star in Sam Darnold. Pretty good group here. You go through this list, and I was kind of walked away saying there's a lot of good college football players coming back. Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, then Lamar Jackson, JT Barrett, mm-hmm. Jake Browning at Washington, uh, DeAndre Francois from Florida State, who had his moments last year yeah. with the Seminoles. He was young. Yeah, That offensive line really struggled at times and, and put him in some tough spots. Mason Rudolph, he's the next listed player. Josh Rosen, after an injury depleted season a year ago. Saquon Barkley, you mentioned Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. Bo Scarborough. Oh, yeah. I mean, think of him healthy yeah, for a whole year right? out at Alabama this year. Trace McSorley up there, Nick Chubb. You just go Luke Falk, your boy out at Washington yep. State. Shane Bouchelle at Texas. There's a lot of good college football players. There's always good guys coming back, but especially at the top, I'm like, man. But when it comes to the Heisman, you never pick any of those guys. You never pick anybody that's one of the favorites. It's always some guy that comes out of nowhere. Nowhere. Like Lamar, like Lamar Jackson last year. Seven of the last eight years. Yes. It has been somebody that has not been listed in the top eight betting choices. Okay. So it's normally somebody that comes out of nowhere. And uh, they had this list, I think it was like the top 20 guys or so. So I didn't see if Akram Wadley is on their list anywhere. Okay. He's not 60 to 1. He's worse than 60 to 1 at least. But I didn't see the complete list from the Westgate. I wonder what the odds would be for Akram Wadley and what he would have to do. I would have to be good. Yes, they would. You know, we've seen Sean Green be up there. We saw Brad Banks finish second in the, in would the voting. He, would, would Iowa would have to be at least 9-3. and three. Pro- Probably have to play in the Big Ten championship, championship game. game. And would he have to be a 1,500-yard rusher? At least. I mean, Sean Green, do you know how many yards he had that year? No. He had over 1,800 yards. Wow. I mean, wow. And he had some highlight reel plays. They had the big epic win against Penn State, who was undefeated late in the season. That helped uh, generate a little bit more buzz for him. But he finished well back in that race on top of it. Are we talking 2,000 yards for Akin Wadley? Plus Iowa have to play in the Big Ten championship game. And and even if they don't win it, he'd have to play really well in that game. Yeah, he'd have to to run for a buck 80. Yeah. Three touchdowns. Yeah. You know, something in the passing game, you know, yep. catch a pass and break an ankle of some guy. And yes. Have that signature moment. It's a stretch. It's a big stretch. But I, I here's, just, here's just the was other wondering thing. about that. Here's the other thing, too, is schools, when they know they have a Heisman candidate, really go out and promote that guy. Not on, always. On the national scene. Not always. No. They did Iowa it. didn't do it with Brad Banks. No, but they should have. Then he might have won. They did with Oregon. Well, Oregon Remember, does, yes. They did that. Uh, Bama does that. Mm. Auburn Auburn did it with uh, with Cam with Cam. Yeah, they did. Uh, they, Alabama doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, well, they don't have to. 
Well, that's true. <laughs> that helps. When you're a program like that, you don't have yeah. to do those things. Yeah, but see, they would have to do that. They'd have to be able to promote him to media outlets across the country mm-hmm. uh, if indeed he started to really take off. It's going to be a special season coupled yes, with wins. and wins. That's the key. Well, I was going to have opportunities to play some spotlight games, too. And with scheduling news, we're going to find out some start times. Probably later this month is when they start to roll out. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit different this year at the Big Ten with their new contract they have with Fox. Oh, that's right. So, and, and another thing, the night game windows, which were always announced and they were announced before the season, they have more wiggle room there. So much like in the NFL, you don't find out until 13 days before. Right. And we see that a lot with the 11 and the 2.30 kickoffs. You don't find out uh, later in the season until when those start times are going to be. There might be some more wiggle room. So you're not going to know, you know, the start times of, in the past, it's been what, eight out of the 12 games, you pretty much know, nine out of the 12, when they're going to start might not be the case this year because of their new TV contract. So just something to keep an eye on. Best chance for a night game this year for Iowa. Now, Iowa State's the or Ohio State, excuse me. That's the best is, one. Is the best one. But nationally, do they look at it and say, oh, do we want to put that game on? Ohio State might throttle them, you know? Uh-huh. So that's kind of the negative side. You look at the Wisconsin game. That's up in Madison this year. It is. You're talking late November. How big of a game will that be? You're, yeah. you're kind of rolling the dice there as well. I don't know. Who, who else do they have at home besides? Well, they uh, have Penn State. I think that Pe- one probably will be. Penn State. It'll be early in the year. It'll be the first Big Ten that, game. That would, yeah. If I had to put my money on one, that would be it. It would be the Penn State. Now, game. would it be a national or will it be a BTN game? I think it would be a national one. Okay. I, I believe it has a chance to be. Yeah. I don't really. Yeah, it's a night game. I don't quite count the BTN night games though. Yeah, they're fun and they're a night game because it's not the national broadcast. It's it's different. Okay, it's a regional is what you're telling me. Sure. And yes, right. the Big Ten that Yeah, it's national, every yeah, but, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. No, here. I got you. To me, a national a- ABC, night game. ABC, CBS, Fox, yeah. ABC. And yeah. it's and it'll be either Fox now or ABC yeah. going forward with that. That that's kind of how I look at it. You know, when they played Minnesota in the blackout game a couple sure. of years ago, that was on BTN. It was a night game. Yep. It's not a real night game. <laughs> God, and it's just because you're of the, hard to please, uh, man. You are. No, I, I mean, got, I, no. You got you got little I was, funny I was, little quirks about. I you. was highly pleased about it. Okay, it's just different. The game was played at night, but when I think night game, yeah, I think national broadcast, national network, even ESPN. All right, but, let me let me stop you. Yes, but you're in the stands, hammered. Right. So why do you care? I don't care. Well, not upset about it. No, I know you're not upset, but I mean, if you're in the stands, hammered, does yeah. it? Why does it? Why? Why do you? It get doesn't upset? matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's just right. what I consider the national scope of it is what really makes it a quote unquote. So night if game. it's a night game, but it's on BTN, it's, it's not, not really. It's a not night really game. a night game. Okay. It starts at night, <laughs> but it's not how I you think of a night game. You are freaking whack sometimes. I, I I'll tell you. I know. I am. <laughs> We'll take the break here. We're going to get into some college basketball talk. Some big news possibly brewing at Michigan yeah, State. Yeah, popping and up. In a year where we talked about it could be a ra- crazy year with Minnesota and Northwestern and Iowa, some of the favorites in the Big Ten, big bad Michigan State. Ooh. They might be flexing their muscle. Aaron Torres is going to join us coming up on the other side from Fox Sports talking college hoops here on Jimmy B and TC. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG.
Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Napa know-how. Why buy the dual cam sports action and dash camera from Napa for $69.99? Because it's the only dash cam that's also an everything else cam. So you can record yourself being safe on the road or attach it to your helmet for dirt biking off-road. Because like this camera, you're a double threat. The dual cam sports action and dash camera for only $69.99. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 4 at Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready for the job, ready with supplies, ready to get to work. During the Ready to Restock event at Lowe's, pro customers should get ready to save big with 20% off select Sylvania light bulbs and up to 30% on John's Manville insulation when you buy in bulk. Plus, up to 25% on select Bosch 12-volt cordless power tools. Visit Lowe'sforpros.com for details. Selection varies by location. Minimum purchase required for insulation discount, U.S. only. The people who design, engineer, and build Ford vehicles never rest, and neither do the specialists who service them. No one keeps those cars and trucks running or stopping better than them. After all, no one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Now get a $50 rebate by mail on any Motorcraft brake service when you use the Ford Service credit card. Subject to creditable taxes extra, rebate by prepaid debit card. Pads or shoes on most vehicles, one axle exclusions apply. See your participating Ford dealer for rebate details through 63017. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. 
Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non-return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 12117. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, we roll till 3 o'clock today on a gorgeous day in the capital city. Aaron Torres, uh, Fox Sports College Basketball, is our guest. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Aaron, good afternoon, man. How are we doing today, guys? Uh, we're doing great, and we're going to go to you. I'm glad you were on the show today because I yes. know you've seen the breaking news uh, at Michigan State. Miles Bridges says he cancels all of his agent meetings and was going to have a talk with the head coach about staying at Michigan State. Yeah, first of all, good problem to have, right? Canceling yeah. all these meetings, all these meetings with agents. I wish I had a couple lined up myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, this is, uh, uh, obviously a huge story for Michigan State, but I think broader, it's a big story for college basketball. You know, I mean, I don't think that anyone in your area is immune to the narrative of the Big Ten and, you know, when is somebody going to break through from that conference and, and compete for, if not win a national championship? I think Michigan State next year will be in line and in as good a position as any team in any recent year, including, ironically, Michigan State a few years ago when they had Denzel Valentine. Um, he will be the best player in college basketball next year. I think combination of experience and talent. There's some talented freshmen coming in, but nobody will have been through the grind like he's been. Then when you add in, obviously, Josh Langford, Nick Ward, Cassius Winston, guys like that, um, you know, I, it, it's funny. I think I, I did one of those way too early top 25s at the Final Four, and I think I had them about seven or eight somewhere in there, and that was with the understanding that Bridges was probably going to leave. So you add them back, you add him back in. I think that there's very good reason, depending on how all these other draft decisions shake out, to believe that Michigan State will start the year number one in the country. If not, it's hard to imagine them starting anywhere outside the top three. Uh, and I think this is obviously a great story for both Michigan State, the Big Ten, college basketball, you name it. Well, the Big Ten certainly has a big opportunity to take a step forward this year. It was looked at it as a down year, at least for a weekend, after uh, three teams advanced to the Sweet 16, those uh, uh, rumors of the demise subsided for a while, and then all three get beat in the Sweet 16. But <laughs> regardless of that, as you look at it, I mean, we felt like it was going to be such an odd year with Minnesota returning all that talent, maybe one of the favorites. You got Northwestern up there. We know about their story, finally making the tournament for the first time uh, this season in program history. The depth of the conference at the top, just your thoughts as a whole, and maybe where the Iowa Hawkeyes fit into that returning everybody outside of Peter Jock. Yeah, it's a great question. You know, first of all, it is going to be a weird year because I think that a lot of the narrative around the Big Ten and the Big Ten being quote unquote disappointing this year was the fact, this past season, I should say, is the fact that Indiana didn't live up to expectations. Now, you know, I, for one, you know, didn't think they were going to be that good coming into the year. You lose the Big Ten Player of the Year in Yogi Ferrell. Uh, that's hard to replace. But I, I'm just intrigued and curious to see what they do going forward and how they fit into the equation. You know Archie Miller is going to hit the ground running. Uh, he's he's going to be very aggressive, obviously, on the recruiting trail with the 
2018 kids, but I'm curious to see if he tries to go the graduate transfer route or, or if he can get in with any of these uh, late uncommitted players because I think they're just such a fascinating program to watch going forward. Um, in terms of the top, you guys are right. It's, it's going to be a bizarre season where Minnesota, I think, should be in the top 15 to start the season. Um, uh, as you guys referenced, Northwestern, ironically, was really built for next year, not this one. And then, of course, they break through in the tournament uh, in 2017. And then as far as Iowa's concerned, I'm right there with you guys. I think they're an interesting team in the conversation. We all know how this year kind of played itself out. Um, you know, obviously a little bit of a slow start in out-of-conference play, lose some games that, frankly, if you played them later in the year, I think you probably take care of. But to me, you guys just hit the nail on the head, man. Like, like you finish strong, you bring back so many key pieces off this past year's team. There's no reason for me to think that, that I, I don't know that Iowa State necessarily starts in the top 25, but if they can just kind of build some momentum from the way that they ended this year, there's no reason for me to believe that they won't be in the top 25 at some point next year. I think they are for sure an NCAA tournament team. Maybe take a step, you know, maybe a step behind the Michigan States and the Minnesotas at the top, but I think they're right there in that next tier, three, four, five, kind of in that area. Take us to the other state school, and that's Iowa State in the Big 12. They lost a lot of guys yep. that, that went to the. Uh, the second round of the tournament losing to Purdue. Uh, yeah, yeah, and what, it would have been. What did they got coming? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, first of all, it obviously would have been fascinating uh, had they played Kansas in that Sweet 16. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a shame because you kind of feel like, okay, if they get to that round, maybe they make a little bit of a deep run there, and, and who knows what awaits them, you know, playing, a, you know, maybe in Oregon in the Elite Eight if they could get by Kansas, a team that they obviously beat in the regular season. The big story, obviously, with Iowa State, Lindell Wigginson, you know, the, the nation got a chance to see him last weekend um, uh, in that Nike Hoop Summit, obviously a, a Canadian-born player who played uh, this year in the United States. I saw him play this year at Oak Hill Academy uh, when they came out west, and they faced a couple West Coast teams, including Chino Hills, obviously, famously with the, you know, the two younger ball brothers. Mm -hmm. And he was the best player on the court that night. I, I came away so impressed, and you say that, with keep in mind that, that Billy Preston is a McDonald's All-American that's going to Kansas. Uh, uh, Oak Hill has another kid, Matt Coleman, who's going to Texas. And I thought Wigginton was the best player on the court. Obviously, that includes the Ball Brothers as well. Uh, I thought he was the best player on the court. It seems like it has been a natural progression all year. Um, you know, I don't, rec uh, I don't cover recruiting full-time, but I'll be curious to see my buddy Evan Daniels when they do their final rankings at Scout.com or ESPN or Rivals or whatever it is, where he ends up because I think that he's a player that, that has grown leaps and bounds over the course of his senior year playing that high-level competition at Oak Hill. And, oh, by the way, he's going to have to take on a big role because, as we know, Iowa State loses so much talent off that team. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we, we know Monty Morris, but we know about the other guys as well, Deontay Burton and all those guys. So, to me, he's going to have to be key. And then another key is just how Steve Prom finishes off this recruiting cycle. I know he's got some graduate transfers he's looking at, some JUCO kids, but he's just got to get bodies in there because they're going to be woefully short coming into next year. Let me, let me quickly follow up before I forget it, okay? And, and, yeah. and we'll come back locally again, but you mentioned the two ball uh, kids <laughs> who who are uh, slated, it looks like, again, to go to UCLA with Steve Alford. Uh, are, are they that good? Are they as good as Lonzo? Uh, how can you, you know, do you got a feel yeah. for that or what? Yeah, absolutely, and it's amazing how this family has become, every every interview I do, there is some variation of a question about 
uh, one of the ball boys or LeVar or something like that. And so as somebody who's been watching them since probably Lonzo was maybe a sophomore in high school, it's amazing for me to see them become a national story. Um, look, I, I think each brother is his own individual, and I think we have to treat it that way. Leandro, the middle brother, is not a point guard. He's not a ball handler. He's not a distributor. If people can get past that fact, I think what they'll see is that he is a re- he's going to be a really good college player at, at UCLA. I know LeVar has come out and said that he believes that, that uh, all three of his sons will be a one-and-done. I don't know that I see that with Leandro. I don't know that most people see that with Leandro. I, I know for certain or I feel comfortable saying that the UCLA coaching staff doesn't see that with Leangelo. But if you can get past the fact that he's not Lonzo and that he's a very good college basketball player, then I think fans will be kind of pleased, surprised, whatever term you want to use with with him and what he's capable of doing. He's a scorer, he's a shooter, he's a wing player. Again, completely different from Lonzo. Uh, LaMelo, the youngest one, I mean, obviously, look, we understand, I understand certainly that that everyone saw that 92-point game and they kind of made their own, um, you know, assertions off of that. What I'll tell you is Melo is a very, very special player. He's kind of more in the mold of Lonzo, although I think he definitely looks to get his shot more. And I think the biggest thing with him is he's just got to grow. I mean, he's a sophomore right now. People don't realize um, the family actually moved him up a year in school to play his freshman year to coincide with Lonzo's senior year. So he's a kid who could have been a freshman this year. He's already gotten bigger in the last year or so. I certainly think that if he gets to Lonzo's size, he can be a very, very good player. I know he's ranked in the top 20 in his class in most recruiting services. I think he can be an NBA-caliber player, but right now it's, it's stuff that's out of his control. The skill set isn't the issue. It's just about getting taller, getting bigger, getting stronger, because I think he's probably about 6'2", six, 6'3", six, right now. If he gets to be Lonzo's size, then that's when it becomes really interesting. But, again, that's probably a little bit out of his control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports, talking college basketball with us, putting a cap on things and a look forward as well. Uh, a lot of decisions being made. This is something that we, we've talked about a little bit here. Uh, guys putting their name into the hat, but it's not like the old days where he could only do it one time, where he had yep. to, uh, if you're going to make the decision, you want to do it after your freshman year, that was it. The next time you did it meant you were in the draft. Uh, has that made a big impact in your mind, or do you think for the most part these guys are utilizing this in the right fashion? Well, I think they did last year, and I, and I was really – I thought it was a total positive for both, frankly, the NBA and college basketball um, that you had a guy like, frankly, Caleb Swanigan who knocked Iowa State out of the NCAA tournament. I mean, that is a kid that I know for certain thought he was a one-and-done, wanted to be a one-and-done, went to that draft combine and just realized, I'm not ready yet, I'm not there yet, came back – used this year to be productive Big Ten Player of the Year, and oh, by the way, now he's probably played himself into a first-round position. You go across the country, there's so many guys like that. Justin Jackson at UNC, Josh Hart at um, at Villanova. I think it took a while, but I think Nigel Hayes used that, that information productively at Wisconsin. So I think last year it was very, very, very beneficial for college basketball. What I'll be curious is, is how many guys use it in the same way this year. I, I've been a little bit surprised at how many guys – uh, have just come out and flat out hired agents. Um, everybody from a Justin Patton at Creighton, uh, I think Dylan Brooks, I, I don't think he officially said it today, but the innuendo was that he has hired an agent and that, that his college career is over. Tyler Dorsey, the same with Oregon. Every kid is a little bit of a different scenario, but I'll be curious to see how that plays out because I really think it helped college basketball this year, but I, I do wonder if it was a one-year aberration, if kids have kind of made up their mind that they're ready to go to the next level 
again, every kid has a different situation. Every kid has a different scenario. Some kids just don't like school. Some kids just want to make money. Whatever the case is, everybody's deal is a little bit different. But I'll be curious to see how many of those guys go to that combine with the understanding that I might have to come back, that there are things to work on before I'm actually a draftable NBA player. One of those guys is the seven foot two kid at Purdue, uh, sure. Isaac Haas. Great call. And he has, he's got some talent. Uh, and he's doing just what you said. He's going to dip his toe in, see where things are, and not hire an agent. Watching him, if he comes back for Purdue, where does that put him and Purdue on the map? I mean, I think it makes them interesting. I mean, same with Vince Edwards. I mean, the, the big thing is, I, I, I could be mistaken, but I'm almost certain that even Caleb Swanigan hasn't officially hired that, an agent You're yet. correct. That is correct. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, I like. Let's let's be honest here. Like you know, conversation between three friends here. Like you know, I'd be surprised if uh, Swanigan came back next year. But I think even with Edwards and Haas, that makes them a really really interesting team. Um, again, I don't think they're at the top of the Big Ten if Swanigan doesn't come back. But I think those two would be enough to keep them in the tournament picture. And yeah, Haas is a kid. Like, look, we all watched him. Big, strong. You know, I, I think Dan Dockich said he looks like a house out there. You know, I, I don't. I don't know that I've seen him in person since he's gone to Purdue, but, but I mean, he looks every bit the 7-2 that he's listed at when he's on TV. Um, and so I say all that to say that, that I think he's a perfect example of a kid that could use this scenario to, again, figure out what he wants, figure out what he needs to improve on. And, heck, maybe he's already made up his mind. Maybe he's going as a, you know, just as a feedback kind of situation. Maybe he's already decided in the back of his head, you know what, I need to come out and make some money. Again, everybody's situation is so different, it's hard to know case by case. But I do think he feels like the perfect candidate to go back, go there, get some productive feedback, and then come back and really be a contributor next year. If Swanigan leaves like everybody expects him to, then it's obviously he's going to have to play a very big role for Purdue uh, to, to kind of have success. And I think that they will... Uh, assuming, of course, that he and Edwards come back and, and don't declare for the draft. Well, Aaron, I really appreciate your time. Uh, the season is over, but there's always a ton to talk about in college mm-hmm. basketball. Appreciate it, and we might uh, dial you up a time or two throughout the summer months to, <clears throat> to get us through until we can get back into college basketball season. Awesome. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again. Thank you for having me. We Thanks, could do, Aaron. Hey, Aaron, we could do some NBA draft stuff with you, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I love the draft. So anytime okay. you guys want to talk it, Feel free to feel free to look me up, and uh, yeah, there's going to be some intriguing local guys with yep. Monty Morris and, yep. and and the Kansas guys and all that. So yeah, anytime you need me, I love doing drafts. Thank you, Aaron. Have a great day, pal. You too, guys. Thank you. Okay, Aaron Torres, Fox Sports, college basketball, good stuff out of him. We're coming right back. The Big Talker, seventeen hundred. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to three, sports talk that rocks. Seventeen hundred KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. 
The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Today, there are over 47 million Ford vehicles on the road, rolling on over 188 million tires. That's a lot of rubber to trust to anyone other than the hardworking specialist at Ford Service. No one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Get a $140 rebate by mail on four select tires when you use the Ford Service credit card at the Big Tire event. Subject to credit approval, rebate by prepaid debit card. Other tire manufacturer rebate or offer cannot be combined with Ford Service credit card rebate or offer. See your participating Ford dealer for details through 63017. If there's one thing the pros at Advance Auto know, it's parts. Advance Auto Parts and Batteries, this is Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. I'm on your website, and it says I can buy online and then pick up in store? Yes. And how long does that usually take? 30 minutes or less. I need a battery for my 2013 Ford Escape. Our Autocraft Gold, it's got a three-year warranty. Man, you really know your stuff. I'm 33. Am I too young for a car?